I think Sorry. Dave's got too much excess energy that he didn't get out. <laughs> I should have done some fucking push-ups. Yeah. Last uh, time I did push-ups, I pulled a muscle in my arm. You're sorry, I got a text from Adam. No, we made the right choice. What did Adam say? Oh, he sent me a video. I wonder what it is. What is it? Uh, Guess you can go find out on our Instagram. Oh! Look at that cross-promotion. Yes, the fucking episode started. <laughs> Morning. I'm Winded, and I'm also Hagen. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artist. <laughs> I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson McCauley Culkin. I officially changed my last name. <laughs> I told you guys I was going to do it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I did it. Jackson McCauley Culkin. It's a very good name. Yeah. It's it a very good very name. well named. Thank you. Jackson! What? It's like the when she screams oh. Kevin on the plane. <laughs> that was so weird. I thought like I thought Dave was finally fed up with my shit. <laughs> no, no. I thought he was just like Jackson. Shut the fuck up. Over it, man. Fucking Woo-wee. over it. We're back. Uh, you know, we hope you guys enjoyed our um, our episode last week where we just kind of we went into Jack Antonoff and he went into something else. And now, <laughs> will somebody <laughs> please pass the cancel buck? That's uh, one cancel buck. One cancel buck down, everybody. One no, cancel buck down. No. Um, but yeah, no, we uh, very foolishly had planned uh, a couple episodes uh, in advance, and now we have a lot of news to get through. So that's what we're doing today. No topic, just news. Just news. Um, let me just start off with a disclaimer. This is going to be very exhausting. Uh, did, can anybody second that, or is that just me? I'm I think al- it's just you. I'm already tired. Why? Uh, because I rehearsed for seven hours today Ooh. with three other bands. Most no. people work eight hours. So yeah, 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 yeah. I know that, it's such a weird thing. Every time I like teach for like five hours, I'm like, God, I'm so tired. Everybody, it's a, di- it's a fucking different thing. I know, but it's, it's like a it's, different thing. <laughs> also, just... as a person who has a job where I'm supposed to work eight hours a day, I definitely do like five hours of work. Yeah, and <laughs> when you're teaching, it's like one, like when it's one on one lessons, yeah. you're in a room with another person. Yeah. You have to keep them engaged. I do think about like uh, whenever I go to my therapist, I think about like. Man, if I just don't want to come to work one day, I just don't. Or if I don't want to put any effort at work, I just don't. But, like, doctors and therapists, that's got to fucking suck. Like, I get there, I'll have, like, a 1 o'clock, and I'm like, I think you're going to be here till like, 6, and you're just hearing all our problems. Yep. Yep. So, we're here to talk about news. What's our first news topic? And it is. Oh, it's the most important one. We're starting off on a high, and we're just going to get downhill from here. This is great. So, uh, ICP, insane. You do. What? UCP? Oh. Insane Clown Bossy has announced oh. that they will stop touring <laughs> because their member, Violent J, has heart failure. Very sad. It is very funny, uh, the announcement, because if you watch it, it was made at the Gathering of the Juggalos, which is just called The Gathering. And that just happened this year after taking a year off because of COVID. And they've actually taken it pretty seriously. So it's pretty shocking. You wouldn't expect that. But they basically announced, I guess they just have a panel where the band just talks. Makes sense. But it's like a 30-minute announcement of Violent J just like saying, like, yeah, so I had heart failure. Shit's scary. Uh, They told me that I have to stop playing shows. And I said no, that I will stop touring but i'll play shows and they basically announced that there's going to be a farewell tour that will happen unannounced yet or like the dates aren't official but it's going to happen and from then on they're going to play like one-off shows in cities 
So they said, we'll still like come to your town, but it's going to take a lot longer. And it's kind of interesting. I feel like maybe he should just stop. I mean, he's been doing it for, I would say, most of his life. It's hard to just stop. There are so many bands, like legacy bands, that are on permanent farewell tours. Like Kiss has been on a farewell tour since like Elton John has too. Elton John. I thought about buying tickets to his farewell tour that was like two or three years ago, and he keeps adding more dates to it. And I'm very glad I didn't buy tickets to it because I was like, oh, this would be really fun to see him. And then now I would have felt very frustrated by that. Yeah, just uh, it'd be cool if he could figure it out so that he doesn't you know have to worry about heart failure it's like what's the lead singer of guns or not guns and roses because because that's axel rose the lead singer of acdc what's his name brian oh no yeah oh yeah yeah brian jones yeah he he the hit the doctors were like johnston or johnston yeah they were like if you play one more show you're gonna go deaf but now they figured it out and he's back he's got like super uh, i think we talked about it on the show he's got Mm -hmm. like like super high-tech stuff that like uh, basically a fan reached out and said hey i work with this medical company who's actually working on this technology um would you like to try it and he tried it and he basically when he announced it some interviewers were asking him specifics and he said i can't talk about it like i'm actually on like an nda like i cannot talk about the stuff because it it, it has all this like uh legal jargon on it so yeah nobody's uh sad about icp i i i just think it's really like like not funny but like it's it's very uh it's just a good it's just a good headline it's just it's just when you sent that headline sent, sent that news article, brooklyn vegan yeah too. I, I was like this is a perfect headline <laughs> um but it sucks it sucks but i mean if they're gonna do a farewell tour and he's gonna keep playing shows then yeah it sucks but at least he gets to keep doing it more or less yeah, I, yeah I it think... seems like he's very accepting of it even though his like explanation of how everything went down was very overly complicated and detailed more yeah. than it needed to be. He but. said that the gathering will still happen. They'll still play one-off shows. They have a Patreon that they've been like really going hard on. That uh, makes sense. So they have the fan base that's like yep. basically made for that. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. So I, I have decided that if during the farewell tour they come to Dallas, I will be going. I just like that's an experience I feel is worth having. Yeah. You're going to paint your face? No, I'm just going to show up. And I think what I'm going to do, because my partner and I were talking about going, and she said, yeah, that would be the best people watching we'll ever have. And she was thinking, like, oh, let's stand in the back and just kind of people watch. And I said, you know, I think if I go, I think I'm going to go into it. I think I'm going to I'm gonna get there early because they, like, tailgate and everything. I'm going to find a group of people and just be honest and say, I've never listened to this band. I know this is their farewell tour. Can you guys take me under your wing that night? I think that's just the way to do it. Yeah, and I think and they're gonna probably think I'm a cop. That, 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 I mean, <laughs> you have to tell me. Legally, Are you a cop? You have, you have to, to tell, tell me. Yeah. You're a cop. Uh, but uh, I, I think that that could go pretty well. I think there are a lot of really yeah, they're, nice. They're pretty jugglers. accepting yeah. as a general like fan base at least. Yeah, I got it, I got them all wrong because I just saw this video of Andrew WK getting pelted with stuff at at one of the fest festivals, and I was like. Those guys look like assholes. I think I think they just know what they want, and it's ICP, and that's it. Yeah. So sorry to everybody else. But. It's like uh, you saw Coheed and Cambria open for Slipknot, right? Yeah. And you talked about how it was like the 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 Slipknot fans were very much like, we don't want to listen to this. No, the maggots. The, the 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 fucking crowd like emptied out during Coheed, and I I was like, oh cool, this is gonna be this is gonna be a great show. Maybe I'm uh, remembering this wrong. I do remember re- uh, reading an article that like Claudio talked about, like, oh yeah, we really had a good time on that tour, but it was very clear that they didn't want us there. 
So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like. But that being said, like I don't think Slipknot fans are shitty. It's like a Metallica show. People who go to a Metallica show, they're going to one show a year, and it's that show. And probably most of them aren't going to show up for the first band. And if they do, they don't give a shit. Yeah, if they do, they don't want to see them. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw I saw Incubus and Jimmy Eat World and Judah the Lion, and it was like nobody was there for Judah the Lion. Okay. Like, I thought Pedro is... the Lion. No. I don't know who Judah the Lion is. A, a lot of people don't. <laughs> 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 Woo. Dave, are you ready? I'm ready. Well, rip the Band-Aid off for us. Uh, Charlie Watts, the drummer for the Rolling Stones, he has passed away. Uh, it was August 24th. The cause of death was unknown, but he had some health issues since like 2013. Well, he yeah, had, and he had already taken off on their most recent tour because of those yeah. health concerns. So. And he got Steve Jordan to fill in, who was like the right person to do it. Um, but he actually played with the Rolling Stones for 58 years. Jesus. He was 80 years old when he died. Do you know if he was the original drummer? No, he wasn't. The, there were two drummers before him, but they weren't for any length any of time. Any time that mattered. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Brian Jones. Brian Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guitarist, like one of the, the original guitarists for uh, the Stones, right? And then he died. Oh, I don't know. He, he's in the 27 Club. He like, I think he drowned. Uh, he was like, compared to the rest of the band, he was a relatively quiet person, but I found a funny thing that was written on Wikipedia. It was... um. One anecdote relates uh, that in the mid-1980s, an intoxicated Mick Jagger phoned Charlie Watts' hotel room in the middle of the night asking, where's my drummer? And Watts reportedly got up, shaved, put on a suit and a tie and freshly shined shoes, descended the stairs and punched Mick Jagger in the face saying, never call me your drummer again. <laughs> you're my singer. He, he, he said that. Yeah, he said, you're yeah. my singer. Yeah. That was <laughs> pretty great. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace. Uh, the um, the band has said that they do have a fall 2021 tour that is about to kick off, I think, in like the next few weeks or a month. And they have basically said, yep, we still plan on going forward. I mean, they already had Steve Jordan fill in the shoes, but that's definitely that's got to be like I, I know they're older and they're probably a bit more used to this kind of stuff at this point. But yeah, at least still got we're prepared for it mentally because he was already having medical problems that were causing him to miss the tour that's still gotta be rough to like go out and like theoretically this is like one of your really good friends yeah Yeah. or it's at least somebody you've worked with for 50 plus years yeah yeah and they've they've had uh daryl jones has been their bass player since like 2013 or no 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 night sorry 1993 so at this point he's almost been the bass player longer than the original bass player so they've known each other for so many fucking years it's crazy wow Mm. that's so wild yeah, I felt like a fucking fool whenever we were doing that uh, episode last week, and like all the news we had skipped out. This one being one, a lot of people were, you know, calling out about it. So, you know, yeah. a lot more Rolling Stone fans than I thought were out there. Yeah, well, I think for a lot of people, it was one of their like formative bands, maybe that they don't listen to as much anymore, but like grew up on kind of thing. Well, and uh, Charlie Watts as a drummer was like pretty legendary in the rock scene. He influenced so many drummers. His thing was like he wouldn't hit the wouldn't hit his hi hat when he hit the snare. Yeah, and yeah. Then, like that's, that's a, it's a it's a really really in my opinion like a silly thing, but it made his sound. Yeah, and it's like it's like it's such a it's such an individual thing that that always sounded good. But whenever I think about it on principle, I'm like that's so dumb. But then you listen to it and it's like that sounds great. Like. What? Yeah, I was saying earlier that I saw them in like two th- or the early 2000s, and like I remember watching the, the hit, him play drums, and I was like, 
Why, he, what, he can't hit the, the hi-hat when he hits the snare? What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> His <laughs> mom will die if he hits the s- <laughs> snare at the same time as the hi-hat. <laughs> it's just a curse he was born with. All right, here, here's a really, here's a great one. It might be downhill from here. It's downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Nirvana, you guys have heard of Nirvana, right? Never. Have we ever? Have you guys ever listened to Nirvana? Uh, Crack Crobin. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, he's, Josh Groban. Yeah, that's the guy in the Foo Fighters. He's the Fighters. lead singer. Josh Hom yeah. and the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Josh Hom's the Foo Foo Dolls. Yeah. Sorry, Josh yeah, Mommy. The Foo Foo Dolls. Foo Foo Dolls. Josh Mommy. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm Josh Mommy. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna go kick this girl in the face. <laughs> Is that a camera? <laughs> I'm really I scared of cameras. Hate cameras. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So, Nirvana is being sued by Baby. (laughs) Da Baby? No. But he'll come up later. We'll talk about Da Baby. Don't worry. Nirvana is being sued by Baby, now 30 years old, from Nevermind album artwork. 30-year-old Baby. Claiming that it is child pornography. And sex trafficking. And sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. I didn't know that part. That's that's another level. Yeah. You guys want to know... He has a tattoo on his chest. Yeah, that says never mind. Okay, so <laughs> yep. he has just 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 to like just to give full like fairness here, um, like to to the other side, not baby's side. Um, but <laughs> he's got he a name. Every, but I don't know it. Every single like for, every five years more or less, he has taken another version of the picture. He has never mind tattooed across his fucking chest, and he has bitched starting about five years ago about how he doesn't make any money off of it and how like ne- never mind nirvana has made so much money off of this so this is all the fucking money grab it's not child pornography because his parents said yes and his parents got paid it's like what <laughs> it is it w- really tricky I-, I mean i i tried to i've had this conversation with multiple people because i think it's so just like bizarre i think it's a really dumb lawsuit but like i kind of put myself in that headspace of like is this child pornography and it's one of those things, and I forgot which senator said it, but it's one of those things where how do you define pornography? And the answer is just, like, you know porn when you see porn. And this is just not that. Yeah. Like, if you see, a like, a photo, like, people take photos of their children taking baths, and, like, that that's not pornography. Yes, I'm saying people could use it in that way, but that it doesn't inherently make it so it, it's such a weird yeah. thing there was there was there was no intention like that with this it was the photographer was friends with with baby's parents and called baby's parents and said hey i'm doing this photo shoot do you want to bring baby over and dunk him in some water no <laughs> yeah. shit that's what he said they were like dunk we'll him. bring baby yeah <laughs> yeah they said like do you want to make a couple hundred bucks or yeah. something yeah, it was like, like 200 dollars yeah. or something it was only 200 dollars. that is that is that does suck but they, they but they i mean consented that does and... suck but nobody gets paid royalties on like album art right like, that doesn't happen and and it's it's just such a shitty thing because like it, it does start like a weird precedent of like I can sue you now for album art stuff, which is like even even if that lawsuit doesn't like actually go anywhere, it still is now a thing that's like someone sued over this, which is like, fuck, like it's so like he just wants money. That's all he wants. Yeah, he basically said his lawyer has stated that you know it's uh, damages that like he won't be able to get job a job because he's known for it. I was like, even first though of nobody all, knows his fucking the name. Only people who know. You're the baby from Nevermind, or the people you're fucking telling. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I seriously, I genuinely believe that he could count the number of times on his hands 
that on one hand that people have organically found out he's the baby from Nevermind without him ever telling them. I think it's probably maybe two people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're both his parents. And yeah. And I <laughs> and I believe recently he tried to do like an art exhibit where he was going to be like like a, like a live art thing where he was like reenacting it or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> he's but, like, "See, it's grown." But it got but it got denied. <laughs> like they like like the band wouldn't allow it, et cetera, et cetera, and then the lawsuit. So he comes. he's mad about not getting money out of it that. And way. then here's and then here's uh, some of my favorite quotes that he said in an interview five years ago about all this. Uh, it's a trip. Everyone involved in the album has tons and tons of money. I feel like I'm the last little bit of grunge rock. Let's let me say that again. A little bit. I feel like I'm the last little bit of grunge rock. I'm living in my mom's house and driving a Honda Civic. And then later he said, does it's he... hard not to get upset when you hear how much money was involved. Yeah, does he know he wasn't in the band? <laughs> like, does he think that he was part of the band because he was on the album so cover? So fucking like... weird. I just, I, like, it's, it's I've, I, I feel for the guy on so I, many levels I, because that I'm sure it sucks, but, like, there's really not much that you can do about it. Like, it, this it, lawsuit is just fucking crazy. The photographer probably got paid decently. Yeah. And then from there, uh, when the album went platinum, they sent the record label sent him, the baby, yeah. who was still a baby at this time because it went platinum pretty quickly. They sent him a platinum record and a teddy bear because he was a baby. <laughs> so, like, if we didn't mention that already, baby. <laughs> that feels like they did try and you know be like hey thanks for being a part of this and it's just so fucking weird yeah it's it's 100 cash grab there there's like examples of um the uh, vampire weekend album contra it's just the album artwork is just it's a uh, a woman in a polo she's just blonde and it's very just like it looks like a polaroid shot it looks like somebody she looks like maybe she's at like a frat party or something like that and she's just wearing a polo and they, I forgot exactly how this happened, but the band, their artist showed them that picture, and they're like, oh, what about this? And they're like, that's perfect. That encapsulates the album. So they used it, and like five years later, the, the woman who was on the cover, it was a picture taken in like the 80s, and she was like, I didn't consent to this. Um, I'm totally cool with y'all using that, but you have to pay me because you didn't ask my permission, right. and that's me. And so whenever he's talking about this kind of stuff where um, – you know he's losing out on getting jobs bullshit yeah because nobody's gonna like he doesn't look like the baby anymore well and also if you, if you google <laughs> his name it might pop up but that's not going to be like a thing that's like oh um you were the baby on the nevermind cover so we're not gonna hire you yeah, like, that, yeah that was offensive dude yeah come on get it together baby whereas this woman it was a picture of her in the 80s and like she looks like maybe she's in her 20s at this point I would assume if she's 50 at this point, she probably looks very similar to that picture. She probably looks similar enough that that could be something where I would say, yeah, I mean, that would be frustrating if yeah. uh, you didn't know about that and it is affecting your uh, any prospects. Not that I think it would, but potentially. Yeah. But the baby doesn't have a <laughs> – he doesn't have a leg to stand on. I just love that you wrote Nirvana is being sued by baby. <laughs> <laughs> now 30. Yeah. What do you think Dave Grohl's going to say about this? Probably nothing. Yeah. Well, he won't say anything about yeah. it, but what do you think behind closed doors when he's making barbecue for his kids and he's just like, ah! What do you uh, think he's you, saying? You want to be Dave Grohl? Yeah. Do you want to be Baby? <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing you! <laughs> Come on, man! 
You want a taco? <laughs> Cabo wabo, bitch. Cabo wabo, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, man, that's some fucked up shit. All right, so. so let's continue that fucking train and let's keep I going you, on I some fucked up I bet you Dave Grohl will, will throw him some money. Here, hang in. I, that's so. a... That's a way to solve the problem, but that might encourage him to come back in another 10 years and go, I'm yeah. suing you again, bitch. Now it was something else. Yeah. Like. If, if the baby gets paid any money for this, then the terrorists have won. See something, say something. What's next? <laughs> so Olivia Rodrigo has added songwriting credits for Paramore to the song Good For You off her album, a.k.a. Middle ma- middle-aged men will never let us live this down, how they were saying it all along. Middle-aged man? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Fuck, I hope what I'm not middle-aged. No, I, I literally... I, I when I read that, I was like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I know he's going to give it to me. I, I put this down, and like it is, like, it's very much that. I genuinely feel what I wrote. But I put it down, as I said, I have to write something that will make Dave feel bad for saying that they are the same song. I had to, because they're not. Okay, so I watched. Um, I didn't watch the Adam Ely's. Yeah, I watched I Adam Ely's it video. It changed my mind. Yeah. Be- but at the same time, so basically his argument was like, uh, "There's a Green Day song that is in the same key as the as Good for You, and uh, it sounds the exact same, and all the cadences are the same. It's just a very common thing to do for that kind of a song." And then I was like, "Okay, so I understand that, and I, I I'm not as butthurt about it." But I do think that people should just try to do different things. So I would love that. I think but I'm it more just over the fact that exactly, yeah. But I'm over it. Yeah, I mean that's I, I I totally get like I wish people would do different things. But at the end of the day, like I mean, there's a reason that songs have been recycled and songs sound the same from years and years ago and to now and so on and so forth. But I I'm very like I'm I'm happy about this. Like I was the last one because it's like. Like, Olivia Rodrigo is setting, I think, a good precedent of, like, I'm not going to get fucking sued by this shit. Yeah, by by the way, I don't know if I said that, like, clearly enough. She wasn't sued. She wasn't yeah. pressed. Like, she decided to do this. Yeah. Um, and and, yeah, and if, if anything, there were, like, maybe discussions about it sure. that aren't are public. But, like, no indication is, like, oh, they were going to sue her over this. So, so. Um, it's already known that they are going to make, like, uh, millions of dollars. Paramours are, like, uh, it's, it's, it's just Haley and what's his name? Um fuck josh brian yeah. jones brian jones mike jones Who? josh no i can't remember his name mike jones. josh mommy josh mommy so uh <laughs> uh it's it's just Haley williams and josh mommy who are who are going to be making money but they're going to be making wait uh, why would they just make money it's, are they the only songwriter the people who uh, got credit for for uh the song but they um, i mean that that could potentially open up another like weird area for lawsuits and stuff. People being like, I helped write that song, but, but I never got credit. That's ba- yeah, that's based. That would be a, a lawsuit for Paramore, right, yeah. not for Olivia. Yeah. And that's yeah. So, um, but they were the ones credited for the song for writing "Misery Business," so they're the ones that that get like legitimately millions of dollars are about to come their way. And T Swift and Saint Vincent and uh, 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 Jack, 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 Antonoff, Jack Antonoff, they can expect the same, more or less the same shit. That's wild. Yeah. Which is like uh, it, it it does suck, but it also is good. I don't know. I'm I, I'm all for that kind of stuff. It's like it's a safe bet, and it's also like you know if if like I still think Good for You is a great song. I think it's a, I think it's a really catchy song, even though it sounds like Misery Business and whatever that Green Day song is. Like whatever, I don't care. It's 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 still good. Well, yeah. And his point was that the what's his name again? Adam Neely. His point was that there's a lot of songs that sound like that. He just used that Green Day one as an example. Yeah. yeah. In my mind, it's just like if we're gonna start 
because it, it's such a popular like just pop punk it's pop punk and it is the pop punk you know it's the the formula and if we're gonna start suing people saying like ah you're ripping off of this i mean really this is take Paramore out of it. Let's just go back to the basics and say, okay, if we're going to sue everyone for copying pop punk, you got to start suing everyone. Uh, Newfound Glory, Simple Plan, you guys got to start suing everyone because you guys are probably the ones who started this mostly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like they even, like, it's not like they even stole, like, like the part that a lot of people remember, like the da na da na 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 Fuck, we're going to get sued. Yep. Oh, no. Well, we, we're going to give this them podcast credit. This podcast was, uh, <laughs> we can give them credit. credit. Millions of nothing. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a few, um, you know, I was hoping to not bring this kind of stuff up in the news, but I just kind of have to. So uh, there was a cancellation uh, this past weekend. Uh, Bonnaroo 2021 was canceled, but not due to COVID. It wasn't anything like that. It was due to flooding from Hurricane Ida, which is just insane. I mean, that speaks towards, you know, we need to be a lot more environmentally conscious because it's not just these, you know, viruses that are going to fuck things over. But I just think about, and Bonner is like a huge festival, but I think about how they canceled it because Ida happened the Sunday before, um, before the festival was supposed to start. So it was supposed to start, what, like five days later, something like that, maybe Thursday. And man, just think about that. They have to, they had to cancel 2020. And then they had to cancel 2021. Not even, and, and they thought that 2021 was going to happen. Yeah, so, so they like, threw even more, so money more money into it, which I can't. I don't feel bad for the people who no. own that because it's Live Nation. Yeah, don't really care. But everybody who organized it and like worked on that, it's definitely got to suck. It sucks for the town. Like, yeah, you don't feel bad for Live Nation, but you feel bad for the town. And then you also have, like the people who are working. Yeah. the festival are not Live Nation. There are people who actually care about this. It's much like when there is a problematic actor in a film and then before it comes out, it's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't see that movie, but it doesn't just fuck them over. And that it's very sad when you think about, well, what about the, the lighting people, the gaffer, that kind of stuff? And it's just, yeah, that's a big fucking bummer. So uh, that got canceled. But another thing got canceled, and this one's kind of funny. Members of Kid <laughs> Rock's band... Uh, his name is Richie Richardson. That's, That's Kid Rock's name? Yeah, his real name is Richie Richardson. Hagen, fact Richie check Rich? me on that. That sounds um, fake. Fact check. That That's sounds like, like he made up a fake name at the DMV. Macaulay Culkin. Yes, was that is my last name. You were in a movie called Richie Rich. Ah, so members of Kid Rock's band contracted COVID after playing the Sturgis Rally. <laughs> yes, he was very pissed and he said, you know, all the bloggers, what? His name is Robert James Ritchie, known <laughs> professionally as Kid Rock, also known as Bobby Shazam. Yeah, Bobby what the fuck? Right, that's that's kind of great. What the fuck? What? Yeah, I can't wait for Shazam too, dude. What? I got Bobby <laughs> Shazam. What is that? You got Shazam. I'm really sorry. I, that's his, uh, it's oh, his, it's his DJ name. I was going to say it's his side project, right? It's his, yeah. it's his DJ? DJ name. DJ Bobby Shazam. Of course he's a DJ. Y'all didn't watch the Woodstock documentary? No, not yet. Uh, he's in it. Does he just play uh, that uh, song he did with Sheryl Crow all night? Yeah, that one. I put your picture away. Look at this graph. <laughs> Different. None. None of you know that song. Nope. Oh nope. my god. Bomba da bomba dang da dang diggy diggy. <laughs> yeah, we know that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> my name is Kid. <laughs> so, 
they had to cancel. Kid Rock had to cancel future shows uh, while they recover. And yes, those uh, shows that were canceled were at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth, Texas. Ooh. Oh, no. Yep. One week they had Jason Isbell. The next week they had supposed to have Kid Rock. And one of those shows got canceled. Hmm. But they were all vaccinated. Hmm. Everybody in the band and crew were vaccinated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kid Rock's crew. Yeah. Yeah. So he, Kid Rock, took it in uh, just like major shithead fashion and took to like, I'm so, he said something along the lines of, I'm so pissed. And uh, before you bloggers or, or, and shitheads say anything, or maybe he said liberals. Yeah. Yeah. He said, uh, we were all vaccinated. I'm so fucking pissed. (laughs) <laughs> like well imagine how your bandmates feel they have yeah. to make money yeah. working with you yeah. and they you... got sick <laughs> imagine if you weren't vaccinated and all your band members died yeah yeah bobby shazam he'd be <laughs> so pissed that sounds like a name of a new samus song it sounds like a fucking porn star name <laughs> hey what's up i'm bobby shazam is that what porn star guys do yeah <laughs> that's what they do <laughs> they don't deliver pizzas no I don't know what fucking porn star guys do. They don't. They, they don't fix. I thought plumbing. tall boys uh, delivered pizza. No, 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 no. Only, only that one tall boy. Mm. I think. I, I think. Cold por- snack. I think porn star guys uh, fix pipes. Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> I got it. Ever watched a porn before? Yeah. You Dave is uh, <laughs> so took him a little sexy. Bit. <laughs> I- <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting the internet now because I'm middle-aged. <laughs> Only real ones, no. All right, I got to rub my hands together, get some friction going for this next one. Uh, Ew. <laughs> All right. We rehearsed earlier. Yeah, we this- did. <laughs> This section, section, this uh, sexy is called. This is so sexy. This is called uh, Donda by Kanye Ye West. The saga continues. Kanye Ye West. So I'm just going to fill everyone in on the Donda saga. I think everyone knows about it, but I just need to recap because I think some people are blinded by the fact that uh, the album I mean, is just out there we've mentioned some of it because it's interrupted me watching ted lasso so <laughs> how's ted lasso it's great yeah it's even better when i don't get interrupted by kanye <laughs> Woo! so fucking longest album of my life man yeah kanye yay west <laughs> is it longer than colors too it's longer than uh, colors too it's, it's longer than everything it's that almost Kanye's two hours put out. long it's insane so it's almost longer than everything that he's put out as an album combined combined so, no. Yeah. So wait, 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 guys. It's let's, long. Let's back Sorry, up. Sorry, reel it in. We're we're jumping ahead a bit. So this is what we've missed since we've last talked about this. Last time on Donda. Some of this is old news. In fact, I will say I was that gonna this say, you album should just go is, over the whole thing. Honestly, I would say by the time this album or this episode comes out, the album will be old news because it's a Kanye album. It already is. Yes. Uh, so he legally filed to change his name to Ye in between these. Uh, these album release now, names. I know what he you're thinking. Them listening parties, but I know what you're thinking. It's not Y A Y. I wish it was Y A Y. I wish it was Yay. Like that's what he changed. Oh, did you to. did you read this as Ye? No, 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 no. I I understood it, but like whenever yeah. whenever I hear it out loud, I'm like he changed his name to Yay. I'm like ah, oh, that'd be so cool if it was Yay. But when you read it, you get it. Ah, oh, it's just, it's fucking 
Hawaii. Yeah, oh, man. Be like, like he goes to Chipotle and the, his order's ready, and they're like, "Yay!" <laughs> man, that sounds like something Ambi would do. <laughs> so, then after he files to change his name, which he is still Kanye West, that is still his name, uh, remains to be seen. We'll uh, we'll report back on that when that happens. He holds. We don't have to. A Chicago live stream event on August 26th. And here are the big things that happen, in my opinion. He brings out Marilyn Manson and baby, basically saying, like, hey, these two people are on the album. Uh, by the way, the, the whole live well, stream. Not just brings out, they're like, they are hanging out on the porch of his mother's. Yes. His mother, who's dead at this point for yes. I, well, 10 years at this point. And I like the album's dedicated or to her or something. Like that. And he brings them out to just hang out on the porch of his childhood home. Yeah, which was in the middle of which the Mercedes-Benz arena it, in Chicago. It is just a uh, recreation, though. The city of Chicago had to clarify they did not allow him to move the original house. He filed paperwork to do that on Monday, apparently, and they were like, you cannot do that in four days. So they instead had to rebuild the whole house. But It's just, it's fucking it's nuts. It's weird. The, yeah. these, these streams that he did, so he did three total. I wouldn't yeah, be shocked did, if he did it He again. did two in Atlanta. And yep. one, which is how I first like found out this was even a thing, was it was a live stream thing on Apple Music that was showing up on Apple TV, their app thing, and it was just him wandering around an empty stadium, filled with people, but like seemingly empty otherwise, yep. just wandering around while the music played. Yep. Thought that was pretty weird. Saw it again the next week, and there was like a little set. And I'm like, okay, I kind of get like there's more to it now, and like it doesn't sound like a, a demo tape. Yeah. But now this was like a whole big production. Yeah. As he goes on to set himself on fire as we'll talk about yeah he he also so his still is his wife kim kardashian but they're supposedly working through divorce filing or filing for divorce uh she was in attendance with their children and at at all these shows and then they replicated their wedding like with kim kardashian which like look i'm not a parent so like i take whatever i say with a grain of salt but like that's gotta be a bad uh like you know just traumatizing for the kids in some way of just like sending mixed signals of like yay daddy's back that kind of thing and it's just like what the fuck because she like goes out in a wedding dress and they replicate their wedding it is the weirdest couples therapy that has ever happened but that's just one of the things that is going to scar those kids absolutely yeah Yeah, it's the other being kim's uh yeah but (laughs) her doing it tape (laughs) the tape where she's doing it there you go i got it cancel buck cancel buck yeah uh, i lost mine just a side note about kim when the album came out she posted on her instagram story herself listening to the album and it was just screenshots of each song and like little emojis and stuff like that and she for for the for, I guess for the song donda uh she, she the volume was all the way down on the screenshot <laughs> I mean, that, that's pretty great <laughs> yeah but then he also uh, appeared to set himself on fire at the i wouldn't say appeared to he definitely like he did set it. himself on fire and they were burning the replica house what? as part of that it's fucking strange i like, mean this whole album there's part of that where it's like that could be a cool part of a show i understand it but it's weird because it's kanye west all right well let, and it's let, just all here. the whole thing is weird jesus can walk on water kanye can be burned alive yeah yeah, I, um, I call him I Yay Jesus. Yay is calling himself Jesus. Oh, this the whole show. All of these shows that he's done are weird because he's got just random extras like marching around him in like body armor and like cars circling the stage, and it's just I. You just don't understand. I it. don't understand it. He's a genius, but it's it's super weird. And then he also lit it on fire. It's so. fucking art. 
How you gonna? So okay. So then let's skip forward. You know, three days uh, on August 29th, the album releases, which is a Sunday, which I guess coincides with his religious. Uh, but after being a lot reborn. of uh, after a lot of delays, where he was constantly saying the album comes out tomorrow, after each of these live shows came out out of nowhere. No one knew at 9 a.m. on Sunday or something. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, album comes out. It's like almost two hours long. I think it's an hour 45. Hour 48. I was floored when I saw that. Absolutely floored. And it's just insane. As if, as, as if, like, there's the small chance that I was going to listen to that album, it's out the fucking window. Yeah, I, I do want to say any critique I'm going to have, I did not listen to anything from this album. I refuse to on the grounds that it has DeBaby, Marilyn Manson, and Chris Brown on it. I absolutely will not support this album. Uh, I've always been hypercritical of Kanye West for just a lot of the things he said that are very harmful. But I think this is one of those things where it has crossed the line too much in my book of like, I will not separate the art from the artist. Like, I absolutely cannot give you any money. Well, and it doesn't have Andre 3000 on it. And yeah. it was supposed to, but well, it backed uh, out. Yeah, so 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 then that's well, baby the replaced uh, Jay Z's lyric or verse on that song. Jay Z is still yeah, on the, the album. Oh, the, uh, okay. Yeah, they, well, not replaced uh, exactly. The he, second song, I think. He did a bunch of, part two. Yeah, oh. he did a bunch of like part twos at the end of the album where it's like these are repeats of the song, but with different people. It's that's part of why it's like so long. Adam, like, did I you couldn't. listen to it? We'll get to that. So <laughs> that's, so that's what he's been Lasso, listening man. to. That's the that's the other thing is that the album is clean. Oh yeah, and it's not it's clean a, in the sense that it's uh, <clears throat> they wrote well thought out and no. like oh this is a child's movie we're gonna not cuss in it. They basically cuss, but they just like edit it out like a Walmart. And yeah, CD. that's and that's it's one so of the weird. reasons why Andre 3000's verse couldn't stay in is yeah. because it was like it just doesn't work. It well, just doesn't work. And I would notably, have loved to hear at that at those listening parties. It was not censored it oh was really the whole thing yeah because they, they progressively censored out more stuff apparently between the second and the third show andre 3000 said that he he commiserated with kanye on the fact that they both had lost their mothers so yeah. he read a super raw verse yeah, right yeah which i would have loved to hear a super raw which andre 3000 verse we're gonna get to that in a moment so basically the album comes out and i wouldn't say it's getting absolutely trash but for all the build-up it has gotten very very mixed responses that like oh there's a lack of drums it's very you know like doesn't really drive there are some gems but you really have to slog through to get to them obviously my favorite review is from the atlantic that basically just said uh here's an actual review of the album but just based on the fact that marilyn manson is on this album we're going to give this a zero out of five and then they put the whole testimony from Evan Rachel Wood when she testified in court. Yeah, they, they weren't even the only place to do that. There's three Good. or four like major sites who are like, we're giving this a zero because Marilyn Manson is on it. Which, unfortunately, for Kanye diehards and Kanye himself, he's just going to be like, yeah, it's me against the world, yeah. unfortunately. Whereas no, if he were to get a genuine five, like five out of ten, uh, so a 50%, he can't really argue that as much yeah. as he can of like a zero well and yeah the stupid part too is like manson is only on the like part two of that song yes where it's not really part of the whole album at all it's just kind of there because Kanye didn't want to get rid of it which is even weirder that he's like i need to make sure marilyn manson is on my album yeah. to honor my mother so basically the album comes out what, and did his mom really like marilyn manson or something no no no, no. no. i'm sure that's not the case <laughs> oh i was like there's no, no, no way like, the album as a whole is like about his it's a tribute to his mother and stuff 
Yeah. And it's like, yeah, your mother would really appreciate all these sex offenders yeah. being on your from, porch. From like, what I've read, you know, like obviously the idea of this album is talking about honoring the woman who meant the most to him in his life, his mom. And from what everyone has said, that like original cuts of the album had a lot more like recordings of women, but like that this final version has shockingly a lack of not only the titular Donda, but like just a lack of female artists, a lack of female, like there was a lot of like uh, voice recordings of like inspirational women in his life. And like, they're just like almost all of them. I was going to say that's all gone. Yeah. Which is just like, it's very Kanye to like say, I'm going to do this. And people are like, Oh, that's actually, you know, that's like Andre 3000 is like, we can commiserate on that. But then take it and be like, yeah, but about me, maybe. (laughs) <laughs> for, for, I, I still see a lot of posts like since the album dropped that are still just like Kanye's the fucking goat like this is a fucking like he's like what I, does the goat mean I look at this of all time okay sorry yeah um it's <laughs> uh it's I've it, been it, seeing people being called the goat all the time and uh, I was like what I, I think that, what, what, I think it's, it's funny kind of offensive this, I think this is it's funny that this is the point. called me a goat I'd be like I try I don't try hard to look good but like come on man it's not that fucking bad Dave stop eating the stop eating the can stop. Hey, stop. What was that sound? It's me eating a can. <laughs> ASMR, it, goat eating a can. It, that's what eating a can is like? No. He's got a little, like, billy goat, like, beard. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, But it's so strange to me that, that people are, like, still calling him the goat. They still are like, no one is like Kanye, and that's why he's great, and all this other shit. And it's like, can we just, like... Haven't, haven't we learned our lesson at this point? Like, haven't we haven't we learned that when people are make these decisions and are offensive and include offensive people, that we shouldn't really be supporting this? Like, I, I it doesn't matter if the heart is, was intentionally there, the delivery was off, and Kanye continues to do this sort of stuff. Like, and 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 all of that, I have to say, Kanye needs help for sure. Like, he definitely yeah. needs. So you, you can tie a, a lot of the stuff that we associate with like modern Kanye his remarks on slavery running for president being significantly like i I mean i'm not a psychologist i can't diagnose him but seemingly bipolar yeah um you can tie a lot of what seems like him jumping off the deep end after his mom died which is really sad yeah and you really but i'm i'm assuming he's surrounded by yes people and like he just can't like and he probably doesn't want to get the help but like somebody's got to force him. He he, yeah. he was medicated, but then yeah. he stopped. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, but, which is very sad. Throughout the yeah. industry, he's surrounded like not by yes people necessarily, but people who are artists who want to like appear on a Kanye, you yeah. know, track or whatever. Well, and I've, I've and so they'll they'll go out to his like you know estate in Wyoming or Montana or wherever he lives, like and go record stuff with him, even if he's like just being a total asshole to him. Like yeah, yeah. Well, and he's he's um he's gotten help before, but I think he was mistreated by doctors and. He was worried that I think there was something about him being worried that he was going to get like treated like Michael Jackson, where he believes Michael Jackson was murdered by his doctor and things like that. That's why you take your medication. (laughs) I think it's a really nuanced situation, but it is also like, hey, you have done genuinely hurtful things. And like you have a platform last year when he I think it was last year, maybe two years ago when he said the stuff about slavery being a choice. It's just that that's unforgivable. Yeah. Um, And. Really, I think Kanye fans, because I, I had friends who were, like, Kanye fr- fans that were those diehards who I would say, like, man, 
like you're totally against the stuff he says but they'll say like yeah but he's just like he's the greatest of all time and uh, like i i genuinely think it's like kanye fans are like m night Shyamalan fans where it's just like he had his hits and then like they're just unwilling to say like well maybe he's not that good anymore it's just like they're unwilling yeah well i mean it's it, it's it's one of those things that it, it's it's not it's not the same as this but like we talked about on the Nirvana episodes, and like I mentioned, I, I, I really don't like idealizing Kurt Cobain, and people like that. And it's not – like, Kurt Cobain is not nearly as bad as Kanye. But, like, when you idealize someone who has this kind of, like, this kind of attitude, I mean, it makes sense why people are, are the way they are, you know? It makes sense why people are acting in, in super fucking dumb and offensive ways because Kanye, this giant star, brings out Marilyn Manson and Baby, two of, like, the biggest, like, canceled hot-button people recently, and is like, look – they're they're with me it's it's fine like fuck stop stop giving this guy any attention he he's he's fucking all of us over well, so, and, and chris brown like people yeah. people still call chris brown the goat yeah and, yeah. and people and like, like are chris, really like just like not mentioning the chris brown feature yeah. which is like crazy to me and by the way after the album release chris brown i think he put it on instagram or tweeted it kanye west is a whole ass hoe and he, then he took it away. So people don't know why he was mad at Kanye, but yeah, I mean, fuck you, Chris Brown. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, the Marilyn Manson thing too was really weird. Seeing like I went back and looked at the live stream because I'd already seen the other two, trying to watch Ted Lasso, you know. So you so got to had to go it. see you the third one it, and like you know? see what he did, which was light himself on fire in yeah. a recreation of his house. You got to see the end of the trilogy. Yeah, uh, uh, hopefully that's it. I don't, I don't want to see anymore. I wouldn't but be shocked. It was really weird. Like Marilyn Manson looks like total shit old like has been kind of guy just sitting on the porch like doesn't fit in with anybody else there and it's he's like, wearing i almost thought it was like cape. punishment for him but then it's obviously not because he's getting money from this well there was like, a lot of people that like 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 fantano talked about it on his review where he was like people were people were guessing that maybe this was going to be like some sort of like we need to forgive people you know that yeah, sort of thing and it like his, that. his not god angle yeah, but it wasn't yeah. that at all. It still wasn't. That makes it even funnier, though, that Manson was on it because he's like definitely not yeah. a religious person. Not no. at all. Being so, on an album about God and forgiveness and stuff. But album comes out, and um, you know, I think it was the like on Sunday, Kanye West said that the album was released by the label Universal without his approval, aka getting middling reviews and blames it on somebody else. That's how I perceive, I, or that's how I. I could actually that. believe that they were just tired of him having these like album release parties where like nobody really cared, and then being like, "We just need to release this. Like, we're gonna let this like go away because it's not gonna matter." Well, and we don't know if there were contracts that were like, right. "You have to have it out yeah. by a certain day. Here's a deadline." <laughs> I yeah, because isn't he kind of famously like stuck in his record deal with them? He yeah yeah he, he, he does talk about yeah that. we talked about like that last Prince. year yeah he tried to get out of it through the. Like he peed on his Grammy. Peed on his Grammy and right. I don't. Know, I think he tried to start like an organization or something like that where it was just artists trying to get their. Well, he, he definitely like fights with them, so it's not yeah. weird that he was like, "Oh, they released it without telling me." If you like, go to uh, Kanye West's Instagram, um, there's just one post, and then if you go to like the reels section uh, on Instagram, it's got one of, like a ton of videos. One of them is his. Uh, I endorse this as. Uh, running for president thing, which is very funny. And then above that is a interview with Prince where Prince is actually talking about like, hey, this is what it's like being a recording artist. And that's the thing is that Kanye thinks he's Prince, but he's not. 
He Funny thinks, thinks he's Jesus. No, he, yeah, he thinks he's anybody important. So uh, here's another thing that we haven't really touched on is that there was a feud going on um, with him and Drake. Drake has ha- also had an album that has been long speculated to be coming out. It's called Certified. Came out a couple days ago. Right? It did, but it was called Certified Lover Boy, and it's also basically painfully long. Yeah, you guys, you guys got this. You got no, this? no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, that's all I do. That's so, I don't say anything. No, um, it came out, but basically in the lead up of that, uh, Donda was doing its thing, and I'm guessing Drake knew that he was going to release his album so- soon, so he basically he took to Twitter and just called out Kanye and said, "Move out of the way uh, for my album." And that started a feud. And then Andre 3000 was on a song that was originally about his uh, mom passing away, but then became a diss track against Drake. And it was also removed. And then Drake, just like the other night, uh, was on a podcast or on some type of show, a radio show, and said, oh, here's the diss track Kanye made for me that didn't make the album. And he played it. And people were like, oh, how did Drake get it? Here's the thing. Is typically... They send these tracks to each other. They're, they'll be like, hey, by the way, I'm going to release this. So people are like, oh, man, how did Drake get this? Because it was played at his live stream, but it was super raw, so you couldn't get it uh, in the quality that he had. And it's like, I, I mean, I, I don't think there's any, like, fan. there's no magic here. He didn't go in and fucking do a heist and right. dodge lasers. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, well, it, even if that was the scenario, he wouldn't have done it. Drake's but, ghostwriter would have done it. But yeah. that song had Andre People 3000 People he did it. something like that, though, because he recorded a bunch of stuff with Kanye out of his yeah. Wyoming or Montana ranch, whichever one of those. I think it's Montana. I think it's Montana, but I don't know. One of those places, there's big open fields. Yeah. So, um, But he, he recorded something out there, and that's why he was so pissed about it, apparently, or something like that. I, I didn't read too much into it, other than seeing that they recorded together, and I was like, that makes sense. Like, they're both assholes. But basically, the album, uh, Donda, comes out on Sunday. And then the next Friday, Drake's album comes out, Certified Lover Boy, which has the worst album cover ever. Quickly surpasses it also is the most listened to album on Apple Music, at least. Can you explain the album cover again? Because he explained explained it to me the other night, and I didn't fully hear it. It's like a row of three-by-three emojis, like a square of emojis. So nine emojis total. It's all the same emoji. It's like pop art with emojis it's supposed to be pop art it it's, sucks it's definitely not i think it's done by damien hurst which is a uh popular um uh artist who does like visceral paintings of or like he basically used stuffed animals for painting that kind of stuff um so it doesn't shock me but it is th- a three by three emojis all the same emoji just kind of like different variation on them different skin color different shirt color and it's just pregnant women i don't know if that's an actual emoji but it's basically like pregnant women. It is the most uncomfortable thing to look at, especially when the album yeah. cover is called Certified Lover Boy. It's Greg Abbott's wet dream. Ugh. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so the album, that album is also like 80 minutes long. Yeah. And yeah. I think Anthony Fantano pointed out that like, oh, people are like, what? what is this? Like, why are people releasing albums this long? And Anthony Fantano said like, this is one of those like perversions of like streaming is that there there's nothing stopping people from releasing unfiltered music if it doesn't have a physical release like if it's just going to streaming yeah you can release a 200 minute album right and you can continue editing it which i'm sure kanye is going to do because he did that for life of pablo which has he already has edited this version apparently 
like fucking Blade Runner. Which yeah. one do you watch? It's a fucking headache, dude. Yeah. I, I, I just can't stand this shit. I'm so done talking about Kanye. I Can think... you see my visual, <laughs> like visible distress? I'm just so done with this man. I think, I think like in regards to the, the length, obviously there's like the whole unfiltered thing. But there's also like the side of it being like, there's, oh my God. <laughs> there's like, there's the side of it where, uh, <laughs> where like, I think a lot of people in the industry might be done with the whole singles thing. Like, it's not done. The singles format is going to last forever because it's not like attention spans got longer because Kanye released Donda. It's not like everyone who listened to Donda or to Certified Lover Boy is suddenly like, oh, oh my god, albums are awesome. It's still, singles are still going to be the format, but I think there's a chance there's people who are like, I'm fucking over this shit. I'm just going to release the whole stream of conscious, which whatever I want to, and just let it out because I don't care anymore. What's weird about it to me is and i don't want this to sound like i'm saying like oh a pop music listener couldn't listen to an album this long because they could you guys can sit through lord of the rings you can do this so you pop pop music listeners did not watch lord of the rings (laughs) i disagree those were super popular yeah they did that was such a pop yeah yeah so adam you're wrong don't agree with that yeah you're wrong album i was Uh, with you until they jumped down your throat (laughs) you (laughs) now you're on their side You talked about how hard it was to listen to your favorite band's album that was, how long is that? Like an hour 20? Yeah. And how it's an active listen. I just don't see, most of the people I've seen um, who are actually trying to listen to this, like just like generic listeners who aren't like going out like, oh, I want to listen to this like high art piece. They have all said the same thing of like, fuck this. I'm not like, this is exhausting. And it's just like, who, who is this for? It's for yeah. it's for him. It's for Kanye. Yeah. The, d- the day it's for it came out, him I'd... and people to play on silent. <laughs> the, I listened to the the first like three songs, and I was like, "This is a tough listen." There's a lot that they expect uh, that he expects of people just sit through sections that are like, it's really cool because as an art piece, you can actually hear it develop, and you can hear the song like, I don't know, it makes sense artistically, but as a pop record, it's a very tough listen. But e- even with the like artistic angle of like the release and stuff the production of these like live shows and like how that's changed and whatever that's really interesting to me but that's not enough to make me want to like go back and listen to this album as someone who like accidentally watched a stream and a half of the whole like live stream thing instead of ted lasso yeah i don't judge anybody for listening to this album but i do want people to keep in mind the last thing i want to say about it if you're gonna listen to it pirate it yes do that uh, but also keep in mind, having Chris Brown and Marilyn Manson on this, and like DaBaby has issues, but like we just specifically talking about beating people, specifically women, and then just basically using your power over women. It just like when we're talking about somebody who's literally in the process of uh, being accused and like going to court for, uh, you know, sexual assault, it just that fact that we have a whole society that is like just decided it's still okay to listen to this album just shows how much we don't care about listening to victims. And I just want you to keep that in mind. If you're going to listen to this album, I'm not saying you can't listen to it, but like, just keep that in mind. It's just like, it's so sad that like we have this like super popular album. I mean, Hagen and I were hanging out with someone this weekend who is a high school teacher and they were talking about how, they were so frustrated when they saw it came out because they knew the next day on Monday, 
it was just going to be all the the boys in class just saying dun da dun da dun da dun da dun da dun da dun, and that's exactly what happened. So it's just really sad that it's like you have this whole era of kids, you know, in high school and even probably younger than that who are listening to this and don't even think about it because that's the society that we have right now, and that's just really sad to me. And I just like I think Kanye West has like crossed that boundary for me of I really. I knew I was tough on him because I didn't like him, but part of me was like, could he do something to become better? Like if he actually, you know, turned himself around. I do not think that is possible for me at this point. And no, I think if there was a chance he was going to do that, it was this album. But correct. he decided not to. Yeah. And and I'm sure you've mentioned this this thing kind of before, just kind of like piggybacking on what you're saying, but just in case anyone is saying this, you can separate the art from the artist. But you also have to keep in mind that the artist is who the artist is. And, like, it, it, it is important to recognize that, well, this artist is fucked up. So, like, 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 like you said, pirate it. Like, but don't do – like, understand that he is a piece of shit. Marilyn Manson is a piece of shit. DaBaby is a piece of shit. Like, understand that. And yeah. don't give these people money. You can still like their art, but you have to understand that they are pieces of shit and should not be working. And if you like their art, fine. But, like – don't give them any money, please. And here's a good example of, you know, like DaBaby this week apparently went, did a virtual meeting with uh, leaders of HIV advocacy groups who, you know, talk about it and they educated him, told him, you know, what it's been like for, you know, the gay community, the uh, people of color. And he basically, the people at that meeting uh, said he was very respect respectful and he wanted to learn and he apologized and so there's a thing where i i'm not saying that like oh i forgive the baby but there there's an example of like hey i know that's a pr move but at the end of the day i think there is a road to like hey i think the baby could come out right. a better there's person a, a path towards him being a better person whereas yes. that's not the same for marilyn manson correct right. i agree right so uh, we'll go ahead and cut our Kanye talk for now, but uh, so we don't leave you on a sour note. We do have one more piece of news that uh, is is kind of wild. Uh, Dave, do you want to read it? This is a tattoo that real life person Anderson <laughs> Pat got on his arm. Sorry, what what do you mean by that? <laughs> he's like he's a cartoon character. I like, think within ten years we're gonna have to clarify. That's fair. It's fucking crazy. That I, I would actually this. I would watch a cartoon that's based on his, his whatever life. he wants to do. Yeah, like Anderson Pack, the musician, the drummer that you guys are all obsessed with. He's working with Bruno Mars right now, but has his own career opened up for. Uh, uh, no, no, no. He did his own tour where uh, like Thundercat opened up. Right? Yeah, okay. and Mac DeMarco. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the tattoo says, "When I'm gone, please don't release any posthumous pop." How do you say that word? I say posthumous. How do you say it, Hagen? But posthumous works. Po- posthumous, I think, is is maybe. Right, I don't know. The most, yeah. Who knows? It's English. Uh, Please don't release any that word albums or songs with my name attached to. With my name attached, Uh, those were just demos and never intended to be heard by the public. He got this tattooed on his forearm. Like there's just no missing it, and it's just wild the the length he went to say like, "Don't release my fucking music if I'm dead." And we know that he's been pretty active. Before he was really blew up, he did a lot of features. Right. That's how he made his money early on. It, I think this is obviously it's a it's talking it's a statement on how we have like 
we were just talking about this. Well, you have people it's like how like little progress we've made since Prince in yeah. terms of like what the industry will do to people. Prince is a huge one where they're releasing music now. Would he have liked it? You have Juice World when he passed away, an album came out pretty quickly. DMX had an album come out really quickly. Uh, Mac Miller, uh, Pop Smoke, I believe his album came out or it's coming out. So there are all these artists that it's so weird. There that example of Mac Miller that if you listen to that album, it's probably his best and it's very clear that he was like 80 or 90 percent of the way done whereas the dmx album it has been like it kind of slammed saying like this is not good it's very clear that it's just like oh they found some verses of his and just threw him on something and had a bunch of features right they saw it as a way to make some money real quickly yeah whereas like the the mac miller stuff is like i think anderson pack was involved a little bit in like helping get that done because he's like it was basically done it needs to be heard and that kind of thing. So well, yeah, and there's a long history of that happening, like Absolutely. Tupac, yeah. uh, Elvis, right. even uh, Notorious B.I.G., where there. That's what I think. That's what leads people to the conspiracies that they're still alive. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's so weird. So, do you think like coming to a future episode? We're doing a Tupac <laughs> deep dive next week. It looks like. Fuck. So, do you think even though he's done this, because it's not legally binding, it's a fucking tattoo. Um, do you think that? Uh, when he dies, that they will still release music if they have it in the chamber. I mean, it, I think it helps will. that it makes it more like public and more visible. Yes. Not, not that Prince, not that that was not visible really to the public, but it, it's just harder to like disagree with that at that point. I think. I think what this will do is it will. I think they'll still release music. I only think that this will allow people like the fans or the reviewers, the professional critics to say, I'm not going to interact with this because yeah. this is against the artist's wish. I think that's all it will do. But I think it depends on who ends up being in charge of his estate. If Marvin it's like, Gaye's family. <laughs> well, then we're <laughs> fucked. We're going to hear everything Anderson Pack's ever done. It's 2050. Marvin Gaye's estate I mean, or controls everything. <laughs> they're, they're, Marvin Gaye's and estate is president. The Trinity River Mar- is still empty. Marvin Gaye's estate sues themselves. <laughs> For the, for the baby. <laughs> wait, wait. The baby is now the man. <laughs> oh, my God. He's done a lot of work. It, it's it, it, From what you guys say, it's a very Anderson Pack move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. It's so yeah. fucking funny. It's so bold and like... Well, and, and, and I think the tie back to Prince, you mentioned like Kanye thinks he's Prince. If anyone thinks he's Prince, or maybe he doesn't think that he's Prince, but like you can make a comparison. Does Kanye think he's Prince? Apparently, that's what he Find said. Find out next week. Yeah. I, I think Anderson Pack like, and Prince kind of, the, they share the same kind of thing about being the artist that like they know they want to be. Yeah. They're doing their thing. And so I think it's it's telling that he's making like such a stance about this now before it, you know, obviously happens at some point whenever he dies, but. I think the modern day prince is Jacob Collier. Okay, nobody asks, man. I'm just saying. I think so. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, holy shit. Oh my I'm God. sorry. All I right, had to I'll take see you guys the opportunity. No, no pressure. <laughs> we just all were shocked by that. I all right, no. Get me a towel. We got to talk what we're listening to. <laughs> what are we listening to? <laughs> Do you guys not want to do that? No, no, no. no I'll, uh, I'll go first because uh, I listened to Kanye's new album. Fucking Christ, man. Out it, bitch. <laughs> it was so long. Wait, wait, hold uh, on. Did you get, sorry. Through? So, I, you get all the cancel bucks. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's all the cancel <laughs> bucks. <laughs> oh, my cancel bucks. <laughs> Adam right now is like at the table. He just, he went all in and he's just get, pulling his horn <laughs> no, back not, to I'm him. I'm not saying it's good. Um, did you listen to the whole thing? I 
did except for the part two stuff because i didn't want to listen to those because i knew they were like discarded extras you really must have nothing to do at work yeah i had a lot of training this week um it it was really weird to listen to it because obviously i heard some of the songs the first time i stumbled upon the live stream and they were like definitely unfinished demos heard them now was like oh they he actually like kind of finished them kind of being the keyword because they some of these songs don't sound finished still um and it, it's it's a weird album in, in general because there's a lot of songs that feel like oh this would be a popular song out here on the radio and there's a lot of stuff i'm like nobody's gonna listen to this this is terrible like i should have stopped listening but i'm like committed to i have to listen to this whole thing now i've never listened to kanye before that's the um, sunken cost fallacy by the way yeah it, it definitely was <clears throat> um i've never listened to kanye before so like i didn't have any like expectations going in but i did not like any of it Kanye's got great music. There, there are like great songs. There are great songs in this album, but there's very few of them. And right. it, it's weird that he surrounded them by all these like half written, half completed songs that like obviously people told him, yes, this is great. You should release it. But at this point, it's like I don't think he's probably going to be able to like release a whole album that's actually good because he's got too many like yes men around him. Yeah. Telling him, like, yeah, it's great, man. This is good. Go ahead and release it. This was a bad album for you to go in on. Oh, no, I'm not going to listen to his other stuff anyway. I'm not supporting Kanye, but, like, if you're going to go in, you got to listen to Beautiful, Dark, Twisted, Nightmare, or. Fantasy. um, Yeah, Fantasy. uh, 808s and Heartbreaks, or Graduation. Like, those are the ones. I'm not going to go listen to them, but. (laughs) Beautiful, Dark, Twisted, Fantasy. It's really good. As people who listen to the show know, I don't use a streaming service, so I 100% pirated this. If Kanye would like to take me to court for that, that's fine. Let's go. Oh, uh, be great. I would, I would, I would, I would disagree that you should listen to the College Dropout and Late Registration. Those are better albums. Those are his first two, and yep. those are his best albums by far. So you're saying he's been downhill since then? No, those, those just out. Those, those two albums just like he was an amazing producer. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like before were, he ever released I, an album, those were like his. I would say one like appealing part of this album is that the like general like production and like theme and and writing behind everything feels cohesive and done yeah it's incredible the production is it's really well done after his first like demo tapes listening party thing what's but it's it's really weird that like that it's like oh yeah whatever his producer is mike jones who mike jones who mike jones who mike jones who mike jones josh mom adam were you talking (laughs) no (laughs) it's weird that this is so like seems so well thought out except for like the bulk of the lyrics and stuff around the album and like when you just decide to cut a song like as a whole if this was like a 45 minute album yeah. and you like cut it down might be good but it's like typical kanye metaphors and yeah pop it's, reference it's twice yeah. as long as it needs to be clearly yeah. um and like none of the actual like songwriting holds up to like how good the rest of it could be so yes and then on you know bonus Mike points D. he features you know marilyn manson which is not great so yeah Mike Sorry. D? Yeah. No, Mike Dean. Oh, Dean. He's okay. he's a beat maker and a producer. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and go since I'm talking. So uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw Coheed and Cambria this week and it was very exciting. But uh, the, the band that played before them was The Used. And I went into that thinking like, oh, I know a couple of their songs. I'm going to watch it. But I, it's just like I'm not excited for it. I was blown away. They were heavy as fuck, and I knew like seven out of ten of the songs they played, and it like unlocked memories I forgot that I had, and have been just listening to them a lot ever since then. But specifically their self-titled album. I didn't know that they were still a band. Yeah, they are. It, it's their twenty. Well, they they made a point of it that it's their twenty-first 
year of being a band that they missed their 20th year i'm sure they're they're sure they're so sad about that yeah they also mentioned the singer lives in uh burt mccracken used to date kelly osborne um (laughs) he lives in australia now and he said that uh he is in uh they are in a uh, military style lockdown i was on the edge of my seat thinking like god this is going to get anti-vax so quick oh if there's a band that's going to be anti-vax it's it's them it's them he's not it's not it's not uh kid rock (laughs) <laughs> no, Kid, Kid Rock got vaccinated, though. Oh, okay. What is the stance? All right, so I've been listening to the used self-titled. He's like Joe Rogan, it. who got COVID. Got he's COVID. like, I wasn't vaccinated, but maybe I was. Uh, I've been listening to the new Halsey record, and uh, it's called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Adam did this last week. I know, but I've been listening to it as well, Jackson. Everybody should go listen to it. I'm going to punch him in the arm Kanye's after the show. Fucking punch him in the arm. Let's and, do this. And uh, Electro de Perfecto. Mike Viola's album from 2011. It's really fun to get into an artist at their newest album and then go back into their discography. I think it's a really fun thing to do. Uh, so I haven't really been listening to too much new stuff. The one thing that I have, I'll, I'll say, uh, is the um, new Animals Leader single. Um, you should go watch the music video because it's really cool. Um, it's it's like a group of guys dancing. And it's choreographed to Animals Leader's music, which is like, it's got to be insane. It's, it's awesome. a spectacle. It's, it's a fucking spectacle. It's really cool. Um, there's like a whole section where it's like them bobbing their heads and they're like all bobbing like <laughs> off of each other because of the odd times. It's really cool. Um, but really what I've been listening to this week is um, one of my students uh, wanted to learn a Young the Giant song. So we started doing that. And then I was like, fuck, this shit's so fucking good. It's a pretty good band. I went back and just listened to the three albums that are good. Um, which would be <laughs> not the what is it mirror ball mirror or? master? Um, no, so, I was thinking of that alcohol mirror ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they have a song on here that's something ball. Uh, maybe not. Um, but anyway, so uh, the they're self titled Mind Over Matter and Home of the Strange. Great albums. So I listened to those and then I was like, I'm just gonna put them on shuffle because I just love everything and I have to keep fucking skipping whenever Mirror Master pops up because it's just such a fucking bad album. But man, those first three albums are they have they have been such a mood shift for me. They're like they're such good songs. Everything is super singable, like the melodies are catchy as fuck. Uh listening to some of that stuff still, like like that first album was really important to me as a drummer, and still listening to the stuff that he did on Mind Over Matter, I'm like this is so fucking good. Like, what a fucking great player this guy is. So, yeah, Young the Giant been really uh, helping me out recently. What's that song that was on Glee? Uh, Cough Syrup. Cough, Cough syrup. syrup, yeah. I taught yeah. a student that song this week. Cough Syrup's a great song. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Anybody have anything else they want to say about Kanye before we get out of here? Yeah, don't, don't listen to it. Great. I did that for you guys. Don't listen to it. <laughs> yep. You probably already have, though. And watch Ted Lasso instead. Yeah, watch Ted Lasso. Watch yeah. Ted Lasso or listen to Halsey. Tune in next week for Adam's review of Certified Lover Boy. Not doing that. Aw, oh, why not? Not offensive enough. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all your canceled bucks. No. You're fucking rich. Didn't yep. have didn't have a live stream and it interrupted my TV watching. <laughs> They're interrupting my programs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so thank you guys. That's all. nice, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so thank you guys all for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, this, this is this has been a, a, a I think 
it's good to get all this news out of the way. It's good yeah. to talk about it. It's good to get out of our system. I have been holding back all the shit about Nirvana. Like, I still could yell about it, but, like, I intentionally didn't yell about it to so many people because I'm like, I need to just save all of this up and then just hopefully get it all out. And I think I did. I feel like we talked about so many things that could be their own episode. The Nirvana being sued. Uh, then we talk about Olivia Rodrigo. Then we talk about Donda. And then we talk about that tattoo. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in that happened in the news, and I'm really glad we got to talk about all of it. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, press that follow or subscribe button. Um, if you if you like social media, you can follow us on social media. Don't be the artist or DFDA podcast. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And fuck off. Give me a tail. Middle-aged man. There you go. <laughs> so I hate that sexy. joke.